We're learning the Maimer Vayichai Sara Tafshin Yud Gimel. We're in the middle of Siv Beis of the Maimer, the second paragraph where it says Ubir Inyan. In the Sefer that I'm using now, the Sefer Maimarim Tafshin Yud Gimel, it's on page Mem. So the Rebbe is discussing here the Inyan of Avedis Sabirurim. This is sort of a hamshach to the previous Maimer, where the Rebbe discusses the main Aveda of a Yid, of the Yiridis and Hashem in the world, more specifically, the Yirida of Yidin and Tagalos. So Chazal say, the reason is, that Yidin come into Tagalos only for the purpose of the Gaidim that will be added to Klal Yisrael throughout the generations. Chazidus explains, it can't be referring to Gaidim Kipshutai, because you can't say that all Yidin, all the generations, have to go through such pain and suffering for the purpose of those Gaidim that are, relatively speaking, so few to, uh, to be added to Klal Yisrael. Elamai. It refers to all the Nitzaytis Kedusha that are found here in Elam Haza, in a place which is separated from Elokos. Just like the Indian of Umasa Elam is a place of Karele Elokada Lakaya. And even lower than that, Aniva Apsiyah, it's separated from Malakos. So, so too the Nitzaytis Kedesha are found in the places in the world, in the physical, in the Gashmias in the world. And a Yid, the main Aveda of a Yid is to elevate from the Gashmias and connect it back to the source. But then, even more so, the main purpose is when you elevate these Gashmias, the Nitzaytis, like the Lashon that Chazal say, Kedeshi Teisfalem Gerem, it brings about a Hisafa through transforming them to Kedusha, even more, in the whole Indian of Kedusha, there's a great Hisafa, a great uh, increase, and added revelation, because of this spirit, because of elevating these sparks. So in the Hamshachir, the Rebbe will explain, how is it, why is it, that by elevating these sparks, it brings about a Hisafa in Kedusha. This is also connected so what we learned in the previous Maimah that I was going to discuss over here, the Shairish of these Nitzaytzes that come from Tayyip. Birinyan, so to explain this, in a Yiduat, no. The source of these holy sparks come from the very intense revelations that existed in the world of Tayyip. The revelations in the world of Tayyip. They are many revelations. That's the literal translation. That's the expression that's always used in Kabbalah. In contrast to the revelations in the world of Tikkun, which is in the world of Atzilus, where the Eidis, the revelation there, is more measured. It doesn't have the same intensity as the Eilam Atayim. We learned in the previous Maimer, in many places, when it says that it's a, a, a many, a, a big revelation, it doesn't mean that it's strength or the, or the fact that it's, it's many in quantity. That's not the pshat. It means a completely different quality of revelation. A revelation on a completely different level. That's the title of ribu here. Berak, we spoke about this more barichas in the previous Maimer. Let's continue for now. Berak, ribu yakelim ba'elamatikon, hu ribu bekamas. When it says regarding ba'elamatikon, that there, the revelation is more measured, and the kelim, 
are are what's what's more dominant. There's more ribuy kalim. There's many kalim. What what contains the oil? That's what's more beribuy. There, the term ribuy does mean bekamos. In quantity wise. Zeo atam shakelim de tikkut. Kachol shenem shachem lomate yeser. Yes, ribu yeser bekelim. But regarding kelim, so it begins in the world of Atsilos, which is Eilam Atikun, and there there are the kelim of the Esesphiris. So it's, 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 there's many kelim, so to speak. In other words, there the, the Hagbala, the revelation, sorry, the, the limitation of the kelim that contain the revelation expresses itself by the fact that there are divisions of levels. That's one of the inyanim of the Hagbala, of Eilam Atsilos, of Eilam Atikun, that is his Chalkus. There's the vision of levels, there's chesed, there's gvure, there's teferes. So in that sense, it's many, right? So in other words, of course, we're not speaking about the Indian of Vizchalkos, sorry, the Indian of um, riboy, bekamos, the many in quantity, it's literally like we have numbers over here in this world. Riboy in kamos, what he means over here is, is the Vizchalkos, the fact that there's a division, different levels. That's the, the Hagbala of uh, Eilam Atikun. That uh, Chesed is one dargek, Vura is a different dark, and these they, 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 they are different types of Giluyim, and each one is contained and expressed in its way. And there's no, uh, yeah, that's that's the concept of, of Ribuy. And the more it comes down, the lower it co- goes down from one world to another, the more Ribuy is Chalkas there are. The division becomes more and more. Over here in the world of Tikkun, regarding the Kalim, the term Ribuy does refer to the quantity. Oh, so the riboy, the concept of ribi here is division. The, the fact that it's divided into different levels. The lower and further you are from the source, the more the divisions, the more separation there is. So then, so the kalim is also more. Quantity-wise, it's more. The closer you are to the source, I mean, the nukudah here is in the source. It's avayachod. By the Eibishter, everything is pshitis and was herzach over there. What 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 are you margish in the source? What do you sense? The closer you are to the source, not your individual level. It's like the famous word that it says when you get to Oisus Shalom B'mreimov. When you have Munchal Sashal Shal Mayim or Gavriel Sashal Eish, and they're standing and they're opposites. Water and fire are opposites. Where they can't coexist b'chlal. And for, for sure, if it's so begashmi is, how much more so beruchni is, that each level is very powerful, and it's, 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 they don't go together. But if they're standing in front of the melech, so they don't sense that their own darga of who they are is not emphasized at all. Adarabe. Each one of them is expressing one aspect of the melech that they're, that they're standing in front of and serving. On the melech, they can coexist. Not only coexist, they can actually support one another. In the presence of the melech, they don't, their, their own individual metzius is, is not tefes mokim. The further away you get from the source, so over there, each darge functions on its own, and here, you start sensing in each darge how there's a certain level of independence, so to speak, that my level is the only thing that's tefes mokim, and your level is a contradiction to me. The further away you get from the source, the more that's, that 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 kind of a feeling you sense, the more it comes out, the ischalkus comes out, and if there's a ischalkus and chesed and gvura in general, the ischalkus gets even more. There's chesed shabbos chesed, there's gvura shabbos chesed, whatever different levels of ischalkus. The further you are from the source, the more the individual individual uh, level 
is sensed as an entity for itself. That's the concept of ribuy, of the kalim. On the other hand, over here, when it says the expression of ribuy, many regarding the, the revelations of Tayu, even though it's the same expression that's being used in the same context, in the, in the same sentence here. But nevertheless, here the ribuy means a different thing. Ribuy is not as far as the divisions of many. What ribuy over here means in the intensity and the quality and the nature of this revelation, that it's, a, it's, it's of, a, of a completely different nature. That's what it means. Not as far as uh, any ischalkos. That's the other rabbi. By oir, and over here the point by toyu is that the higher you go to the source, and there is no ischalkos, so the ribuy is the intense revelation of the oir. Elom, it's a dablig vold oir in soif. And when it says a ribuy beiches, what does ribuy beiches mean? Ribuy beiches doesn't just mean if it's a stronger quality of light. So it's it's a, of a completely different source of a completely different nature. It's bligvul. There's bligvul of oirin soif ribuy beiches. That's really what ribuy beiches means. So now, when a person is mevara birudim in the world, what happens? Shaydei birad varim agashmiim nasateisvis bekedusha. Elevating the gashmias of the world, it brings about a tremendous increase in the revelation, even in kedusha. Even shaydei abirur by elevating the holy sparks in gashmias, the objects nimshachem ha'iris the toyu, you draw down, you connect. Oiris the Tayu Shehem Oiris Merubim Beechos. There are these tremendous revelations of Oirin Seif Ablik Vol, which is where the Nitzaitzes come from. As it always says in Chassidus, the fact that these Nitzaitzes fall so low to such a low place must be that it has a higher source, and it falls. It falls from a very high source, and when something falls with a force, it falls very low, just like it is Begashmi. It's the same thing. It's also Beruchnius. Or Mimela, the holy sparks that exist. In the food, for example, that we eat, which was the main theme of the Maimer, the previous Maimer that we learned, is it comes from a very high source, from Eidrus Merubim Betay. And that's what a person is elevating and bringing into the territory of Kedusha when he's Mavarar Birurim. So this explains, coming back to the Gemara that we quoted before, that he didn't go into Golis for the purpose. To add the gatem to Klal Yisrael, the koy alatayisvus shalidei birudat varim agashmi and valos tanitzaitzis. The purpose over here is to elevate, to refine the gashmi's the objects, the gashmi's the things in the world, and to elevate the sparks that are found in them. The b'shulzeh kedai shetiy yididas aneshama lamata, aneshamus lamata, and for this, it's it pays and it's it's. Uh, it's a tremendous accomplishment for the neshama to come into the world, to elevate these holy sparks. And to be in Golos, not only to come into the world, but also to go into Golos amongst all the nations of the world. This brings back the Nitzaitzis, that's our main Aveda, and this brings a tremendous addition of revelation, in, even in Kedusha, more than it has on its own. So it's not only the fact by elevating the gashmi is the objects that we come in contact with every single day. Every day there is the, the, the places and the things that the person does on that day. Therefore, every day a person interacts and uh, has and consumes the other food, and every day there's the Aveda of that day. In other words, you can't say, yesterday I elevated Gashmi, what's with today? Weiter? Yeah, 
Every day there's a new, new contact to a different uh, part of the Gashmias of the world to elevate. So obviously you're, you're taking a Gashmias Diga object and you're bringing it into the territory of Kedusha. A person eats and then the energy of that food is used to daven and learn. So he brings it, he, he brings it over from a place where it was separated to a place which is connected in Kedusha. Even before the Kavana and even before the L'Shem Shemayim, it's simply by eating and making a bracha before you eat and making a bracha after you eat. That's a very important component in elevating the Nitzitz Agashmi from the object, that, from the food. And then the actual eating, that it should be for the proper purpose. So eating is, is more broadly bechlal. Everything a person does and all every all his needs, the shame shemayim that it should all be for positive for the purpose for the Abishta. So you elevate and you bring over the sparks that were found there in those places into the territory of Kedusha, but in the is even more so by elevating these sparks that are from the world of Tayu, you bring in from these tremendously high revelations of Tayu into the territory of Kedusha. The Neshamas of the Eden, so the Shadish of the Neshamas comes from Atzilus, from the world of Tikkun. You draw down and you bring an added revelation from the world of Taya. This is one of the Hezbedim uh, that it says regarding Esau, regarding Yitzchak's attention to Esau. His kavana was to elevate and to bring Esau into Kedusha, because the Shadish of Esau is in Taya, and therefore Esau is able to bring a tremendous Hesofa in Kedusha, even more than there is in, in, from Yaakov in Kedusha itself. So just like we explained that the source of Yidin being in Golos and Aveda in Golos and everything started by Avram Avinu. Right in the beginning, right after Lech Lecha, Avram Avinu is just arriving to Eretz Yisrael. One of the first things is Avram Avinu is, is forced, so to speak, to go down to Mitzrayim, a Golos. The reason is because Avram Avinu, right at the beginning, when the Ebesha speaks to him, he's going down to Golos to give Yidin the power to be able to go into a Golos, be in a Golos, and to elevate and bring out a Golos all these Nitzaytis Kedusha, like it was by Avram, and like it was by the Yidin and the Rechush Gadol when they came out of Mitzrayim, and like it is now in Golos, when the accomplishment of this Golos was that we are the Nitzaytis that there are. So this concept that we find that being in Golos is not only bringing over the, the inyanim of Gashmis into the territory of Kedusha, but it also brings an added revelation. You find this by Avram Avinu as well. Find by Avram Avinu that through his birurim, he brought about a greater revelation in Kedusha. The changes his name to Avraham, and the reason is So Debush says that you're the father of all nations of the world. Avram, he was Avram. 
Av from Aram, where he came from. And now Av Hamoyim Goyim. So the name Avraham is related to Avraham Avinu's Birurim that he elevated from all the Hamoyim Goyim. Which is Av Legatim. He was the father and he brought in many people to be Megayer, to recognize the greatness of the Ebrister. Avram Avinu, not only when he was in Mitzrayim, specifically in Agolos, but Bechlal, his whole Aveda was to bring people into his tent and to give them to eat and they should bench to the Ebrister. Avram Avinu was Mavar so that's the addition that came through these Birin Anitzaitzes, which is the letter Hey. And through this, Avram Avinu draws down these greater revelations from Tayyu. That's what the letter Hey represents, which the Rebbe will explain soon, what the uh, significance of the letter Hey is. His name before was Avram. So Chassidus explains that Avram is not only because of Aram, where he came from, but Avram, Ram means exalted, from a very high place. Av always refers to Seichel, to Chochme. Abba is Chochme and Ima is Bina. So Av refers to Chochme. And what kind of level of Chochme? Ram. A seichel, which is nela mikolrayin, which is completely higher than any idea of what we could be teifus and seichel. So the highest chachmistimar, whatever level it refers to, a level that rom very high. A level in kedusha that's rom totally removed of anything in seder shdalshlus. That's Avram Avinu even before the letter hey was added to his name, before his avedah of birurim. In order for Avram Avinu to be the father of Hamoingai, which is the Taisus of the Birurim, Nimshachabai Taisvisaisai. There's the added letter of Hey that he could then reach the Nitzaitzis of Tayu to elevate them. Shom Shalyidea Biru the Hamoingayim Yumshach Taisvis Ayr the Aidis Merubim de Tayu. Because through this letter Hey, Avram Avinu is going to bring the, the greater revelations coming from Aidis Merubim de Tayu. So seemingly what the Rebbe is saying over here is that there's two points here. First of all, that Avram Avinu through his Avedis of Birurim, he brings about a greater revelation. And that's the added hey, representing this greater revelation. But it's also that the letter hey that's added to Avram Avinu's name is the Nisinas Kayach. That's the Ebesh that gives him another letter in order to be able to do this Avedis, in order to be able to elevate these Nitzaitzes. The fact that these Nitzaitzes are found in Gashmias, and it's not always so easy to access them, these are very high Nitzaitzes, and therefore they're sort of embedded in a very low place, and it's not so easy to go and take them out and to elevate them. You have to have a special Nisinus Kayach to be able to go and access these very high Nitzaitzes. So now what's the significance of the letter Hey? Why is the Dafke, the, the letter Hey that's added to his name, Everything is bediyuk. It's not a pastam adding a letter. And here we're saying that it's not just one letter, but this letter represents the oiris merubim betoyim. How does the letter hey show in a kind of revelation that's of a completely different world, of a completely different quality? So to understand this more in detail, this letter that was added to Avram's name, in order to give him the kayach. That he should be that Avamangayim, the Aved of Birurim amongst the Gayim, 
the letter hey. What does it say about the letter of hey? Shehi osa kalila the lespe mashosha. It's a very it's a it's a letter that has a when you pronounce the letter hey, so it it doesn't have the same kind of a uh, tangible mashosha. Literally means it's not as tangible. It's not as um, the substance of the letter hey is not the same as other letters that are pronounced and you hear. You hear them much, much more strongly pronounced, like any other letter. The letter hey is is less bemashosha. It doesn't have that same sound at all. It's also kalila in that sense. It just you open your mouth and you just breathe, and it, it creates that sound of hey. Pidish also kalila. So the taich, what does it mean also kalila? So the Rebbe taiches this very, very specifically. What? What's Kalila about it? Why is it made sort of a lighter letter? It's not it's le- le- less of a strong letter than the others. The, the breath of the person, the Kayach, every letter that a person speaks, so there are different parts of the mouth that a person has to use, use in order to express and say that letter. And there's the, the, the breath of the person that, uh, that comes from inside that you have to bring out with every letter. When a, in order to say the letter hey, so the hevel, the breath of the person in the letter is very minimal. So it's it's the fact that its expression is actually less, the sounding of it is much less than the rest of the letters, is because the hevel, that the, that the breath that a person puts into the letter is much less. Umemela, the sound is much less. When you have to say a, any other letter, there's more hevel, there's more, you're using more of your mouth in order to create that letter. And here, you, it's less hevel, you're using less of your mouth, and therefore it creates a letter which is very, very light, very, very, you can hardly hear any particular sounding to it. These four letters, these are the letters that come from the throat. There are different letters that are, the sounding is created specifically from different sections of the mouth, whether it's letters from the lips or the tongue. or the, So these are the letters that come from the throat. So all these four letters, the breath and the, the energy that's put into creating the sound of this letter is less than the other letters that come from other parts of the mouth. And in the letter of hey, in contrast to the other letters, the, the sounding of this letter is less the, than the, the and the hevel, the breath that goes into the letter hey is is even less than aleph ches and ayin, even less than the aleph. If you if you if you pronounce it, if you think the aleph is the it, it takes a little bit more hevel to create the sound of an aleph, even more than the the hey hey is a, it's just it's it's right there it's, it's it, it doesn't take any effort at all. The aleph goes a little bit deeper aleph ah it, it's something more even than the letter hey. That's the hay. So the point of the hay is very little hevel, the breath that goes into the letter. The point there is, the punchline is, In letters, of course letters are not physical at all, but the pronunciation of the letters, that depends on the, the different parts of the mouth of the person and the, how much breath that goes into it in order to be able to create it through these different parts of the mouth. So in that sense, there's the, the gashmias of the person's mouth is what creates the sounding of the letter. In hey, you have the least 
of the gashmis of the person's mouth or breath that's com- contributing to the sounding of the letter. It's sort of a, a, the most ruchniyistige of all the letters. This is the letter that was added to Avram Avinu's name. So we see here that there's something unique about the letter of Hey that's different than all the other letters of the Yalaf base. In the Hamshuk over here, we're stopping in the middle of an Indian, and the Hamshuk the Rebbe will explain, so what's, so what's the significance of the letter Hey, Lagabe Avedis Abirurim?